You know what sucks about knowing what you want to be when you grow up, but every time you start to try to walk in that reality or you try to go toward it, let's say that, you try to go toward it, something stops you. And you can't figure out what it is, but every time it's like you're bumping up an invisible door that you don't have the key for, and yet you're so confused by the fact that you have this massive passion inside to do something, and you just can't figure out why it's so hard and it's not like there is a actual physical barrier like an actual door it's like spiritual it's like a spiritual invisible door well that's what I have felt like for most of my life and it has been the most frustrating thing since I was a little girl for as long as I could remember I wanted to be a rock star I wanted to sing my heart out. I didn't know what that meant, but I wanted to be big. In my mind, as the years went on, my dream got bigger and bigger and bigger in my mind. Every time I would go to write a song or try to learn an instrument or co-write with other people or get into a band or just share the things that I was doing with other people, an enormous amount of insecurity would come all over me like like a slime bomb or something and just slime me from head to toe to the point where I would be stuck and paralyzed in the fear of inadequacy or imposter syndrome or whatever you want to call it. And I just always felt like no matter what I tried, that insecurity inside of me would would rear up. And so that went on for 20 plus years in my life because I, I really started writing, you know, in college and, and really started thinking about it and started getting bands and things like that. And It wasn't until two years ago that after I had like basically given up, buried my dream, just put it underground, told myself a story. I said, well, I gave that a good try, quote unquote, which is not the truth. Um, And I just said, well, I'm too old now and it doesn't matter. I have three kids and a husband. That's my life. But I was deeply devastated inside. And I couldn't talk about it. I couldn't even watch shows like The Voice or American Idol. I haven't been able to watch those kind of things for years because it was so painful. So painful because it would only remind me of a destiny that laid somewhere inside of me that I was covering up because I was comparing myself to the world. And that's kind of the point of what I wanted to briefly talk about today. 
is I kept comparing myself to the world standard all along, not realizing the amount of power that I already had inside of me that I already was given when I gave my life to Jesus. When you give your life to God, when you give your life to Jesus, your life spiritually changes in that instant. I'm not saying that when you give your life to Jesus and say, come into my heart, and then you instantly transform like you see in superhero movies, okay? Where you go from a regular man to this superhero person, you know, in the flesh, like they change into their suit. No. Spiritually, yes. You now have the Holy Spirit and you have everything inside of you um, that can equip you to achieve and do the things that you need to do. Basically be in alignment with what God's plan is for your life. And what your job is as being a new believer is to get in alignment as quickly as possible. Just a little side advice. um, In alignment with what God has for you. I never quite understood that. I don't know if it wasn't explained to me growing up. I don't know if there was confusion because of certain things that happened throughout my childhood that threw me off, threw my own family off to where this couldn't be honed. But for, for, for me personally, I have had the most difficult issue with finding my identity in Christ, who I am as a, a, as a child of God. And I would hear people in my life, like my mom, say, I'm a child of God. I know that I'm loved. And this was something that always never computed with me. I I just could not seem to understand, what does that mean? A child of God. Okay, so we're children of God. But it didn't make a soul impact. It didn't... It changed my life. Yes, I would pray and yes, I would believe. But I really know now, looking back on my life, that for the majority of it, I was really working under my parents' strength, what they taught me, the miracles or the prayers I saw answered in their own lives, the people they would pray for, and I would see these things happen. Now, of course, I saw things happen here and there in my life. I think that if I hadn't have seen at least a few things for myself or had some things transformed along the way, I think I would have fallen away from God a long time ago. So I know he's real. You know, I'm talking past tense. I knew he was real, but I didn't have the power. So about a couple of years ago, really honestly, like a year and a half ago, and if we're really getting to the nitty gritty, it was October of 2018. No, it was sooner than that, but whatever. It was a year and a half ago. I just got to a point of such frustration and mediocrity in my life. Yes, I love being a mom. Yes, I was a good friend, and I actually, for the first time in my life, found really good friends, people that loved me, people that didn't backstab me, people that I really could rely on, Um, and it felt great. But there was this whole part of me, this whole universe inside that just was 
so desperately unfulfilled and so sad and I couldn't even look at it. I wouldn't even want to, I would like turn my face from it, if you will, you know, in a spiritual sense, like I just don't even want to look at it, don't even want to deal with it. And I just lifted my hands and my face to, to, to the sky and I said, is this all there is? Is this all there is to life? Because God, if this is all there is to life, just take me to heaven already. I'm ready to go. I mean, I love my kids. I love my husband. I'm not suicidal, but you know, heaven sounds like a whole lot better than this. You know, everybody talks about it. And so from that point, those words, I believe being spoken out into the universe, you know, our words are very powerful. We have to remember that God spoke this world and everything in it into existence. You and I were spoken into existence, starting with Adam and Eve. Okay. So when I spoke those words, I believe something happened in the supernatural and God, he, he knows me, you know, but I didn't believe that he knew me. That was the problem. That was the divide. That has been the thing that has always come up against me. That's the thing that was that wall that came up every time so that the enemy could get in and whisper in my ear and say, you're not good enough. You can't write songs. Do you think that you can be the next Katy Perry or whoever was the hottest thing at the time that I was like, you know, comparing myself to? You know, I never thought of myself as a as a uh, a worship leader at church or you know somebody that writes Christian songs. Um, I do now, but that's for another that's another story and another time, another podcast. But the fact that I said, God, is this all there is? Because this this just doesn't work for me on so many levels. I believe that God started taking me on a journey because. Not too long after, I was infused with this supernatural courage inside of me to unbury my dream, you know, dig it out of the ground wherever I buried it and say, you know what, I'm going to give this another shot. I'm going to give this another shot at 40, how old am I? 42, 43 years old. I'm going to do this. And the journey that God took me on from that time, I would say in August of, of 2018, July, August, has been absolutely incredible. It's just these little knowings along the way that I am literally on his path. That he really is leading me. He's leading me to the right people to listen to, the right books to read the right scriptures for me on a certain given day, even in a certain moment. And all that he asked me to do was to trust him, to to pray and ask him daily, what do you have for me, God? And it became the most exciting adventure I have had in my life. It's been so exciting, but recently in the, since May, I needed to get around people that I could express myself to because 
this is not normal conversation unless you're sitting with church friends. And even if you're sitting with church friends, it's not even a common conversation that you're having these supernatural transformations almost daily where you feel led by God, like in a way that is how these people, you know, were led in the Bible, you know, and that's just it. That's the thing that I have been able to to find out for myself is that he really, God really is a personal God. He really does love every single one of the, uh, one of us on this earth. That was probably the most comforting and earth shattering reality for me that I ever came to know. The fact that I know that he loves me and he also loves my best friend and my other best friend and he loves my friend that doesn't know God or he loves my friend that doesn't care to know God or he loves my friends that go to church but they just kind of do that as a thing like I actually needed to be brought out of like not a judgment seat but like I always had an issue and and I'm part of this, which is funny because I'm like, I'm lumped into this thing that I used to judge. If you're a Christian, then why don't you act like a Christian? Why don't you walk like a Christian? You know, if a duck is a duck, it's going to act like a duck, walk like a duck. And I would be judging Christians that said they were Christians, but would be doing things that were so opposite, right? But so was I. Because just for the mere fact that I was judging people or harboring resentment toward people or allowing bitterness to form in my heart toward people that I developed disdain or whatever for, okay? The human emotion's crazy. I mean, that's the other thing I've been shown. I'm like, wow. Um, it really, it really fine tunes you to stay on your own path and in your own lane. And that is actually life-giving as well. We don't have to worry about everybody else. I don't have to worry about the fact that right now my family is divided, that there's like, there is division. Like I have not really seen or had a relationship with two of my siblings in my family. And I don't know eight of my nieces and nephews. That's a sad reality, but I have complete peace about it. These are the things, that's just an example of where I am finding earth shattering. For me, it's earth shattering um, transformation spiritually. Things that like, because that's part of what can weigh you down in life. Not having, you know, your family being whole, right? Having a marriage that is, seems like it's on the rocks all the time. Um, these things that come into our life, having kids that are struggling in school or they're struggling with respecting you. You know, I have a strong-willed child and that has been a very difficult thing for me for the past five years, um, six years now. He turned nine, but recently, but, um, that's been one of the biggest things for me that's been hard, but I wanted to share this because I believe that there are so many people out there like me, so many people that are looking to the heavens and saying, God, is this all there is? 
is this all there is? It can't possibly be because, you know, I've been around a while. I've been around for almost 44 years. I'm kind of, I kind of get it in in a way like, okay, I think I've been around the same mountain about 80 times and I am so over it. I am so over wanting to write beautiful songs that will transform people's lives. These, these promises that have been put inside of my heart that I have been terrified to even speak out loud. I would have never shared what I just shared with you in the last 20 minutes ever in a million years, two years ago. No way. I would say even six months ago, okay? Because as I've walked in this journey, there's also been fear that kept crepping up like, oh, I can't share that, or oh, I'm not totally there yet, or I'm not an expert, or oh my gosh, I'm not a complete and whole Christian, and oh, if, if I talk about this, and people are going to call me out and, and say, oh, well, wh- who do you think you are? You're not totally like there. Yeah, I'm not totally there, and this is the beauty of it. I'll never be totally there. None of us will, and, and that is is great because I don't have to be. I can rely on God to transform me in my own walk, in my own path, in my own lane, and I can share the things that are that are breaking my heart or that share the things that are are growing me up or the things that are transforming me, stretching me, and that I am learning daily. I want to share that with other people so that they know that number one, you're not the only one. Why I, I, the whole reason why I started this podcast to begin with, I really started this podcast as a love letter to myself in a sense, like, like a, like a cocoon, like a a warm blanket. Like, you know what? I'm going to find other people. If it, if it kills me, I'm going to find other people to that are that go through the same things I do because I know because when I've talked to people they're like wow you know it's so great talking about this because you know it really it really made me feel not so alone it made me feel you know like oh wow you don't you go through that too but I believe God strategically put this in my life this was like a divine like God literally shocked me with this you're gonna do a podcast I never had a thought in my mind to ever do something like that I'm a singer songwriter I, I, I never thought about sitting around and talking to myself. <laughs> I mean, I like to talk and I'll be honest. I like to hear myself talk. I do just like, I like to record myself singing. Some people can't stand the sound of their voice. I like the sound of my voice. I do. I've never understood people that, you know, say that about themselves probably because to me, that's just another put down. So I'm not about put downs. And that's so funny. I have to say something about that. It's interesting the areas that people are really strong in and the, in the areas that people are weak in. So I am kind of like this anomaly to some of my closest friends because I have these pockets of, of like, I used to have severe insecurity about going for my dreams. I think I've kind of come over the hump a little bit, definitely come over the hump. And then I have these amazing, like, Oh yeah, I can fully embrace that. Like some people cannot embrace a compliment. I don't have a hard time with that. If somebody says, you look really nice today, I'll say, thank you. Or you're, you're really pretty. Wow. I fully embrace it. Love it. I'm like, thank you. I re- I receive that. You know, 
Um, and I think it's because I came from a very strong, beautiful mother. And she knew herself in a sense that a lot of women don't know themselves. And she's been through a lot of things in her life, a lot of, of uh, adversity that she had to overcome. And so she really instilled that in us girls. There's four girls and my brother. So yeah, I have three sisters and a brother. And I'm so happy for that, you know, that that part got in there because I see so many insecure women that can't even accept the compliment. They have to somehow degrade themselves as they're trying to accept the compliment. Um, and you hear my son in the background, so I have to stop him. Oh, that's why I like these podcasts where we can just do it on the fly. Hey, I'm recording right now, okay? So please be quiet. I'm recording. Shh. Please be quiet. This is true life. Um, so, okay. I know I'm, I'm kind of all over the place here, but I, I, I wanted to get on here really quick and I wanted to just say a few of these things because I am really going to start today. Okay. So you're literally on this journey with me. I am going to be walking out my freedom. And I am excited. I feel just so like inside. I feel like I am just, I am, I'm brimming with excitement. I I almost feel like I have a lump in my throat that I could burst out in happy tears because I feel like, oh my gosh, I can do this. I can do this. You know, I can talk to people and tell them things that are in my heart, that are in the depths of my soul. And I don't have to be afraid. I don't have to be afraid of whoever you are, person out there, millionth person, because I believe that this podcast is going to be huge because it's going to bless a lot of people. And I just claim that right now in the name of Jesus. So, um, but it's exciting because I'm not doing this alone. I'm not doing this in my own strength. God has given me full permission to, to be who I, who he made me to be, who he created me to be. And the other thing is what I was afraid of is, well, what if I make a mistake? What if I fail? Oh, that was the other thing that always held me back. But now I literally have these feelings and these words that come across that I never had before that says, if you make a mistake or you get a little off here or there, I will help you. I will correct you. I will help you get right back on. That's the Holy Spirit. And I am so thankful that I had not a perfect upbringing, not perfect parents, but I had parents that prayed. I had parents that kept me covered and praying over me for my entire life. And that's the difference maker until I finally stepped into it at 42 years old. And when I look at it like that, I'm like, wow, that's crazy because I've never felt the way I feel now in all the years that I've gone to all the conferences, the church uh, services and trying to seek God and trying to seek God. But I was doing it in my own legalistic way. I was walking it in on my own legalistic path, all the while being so judgy of myself and others and It just doesn't work that way. So I'm actually learning right now how it works. And if you're a Christian, I know you can relate to a lot of what I'm saying. 
and your path might be a little bit different. You know, you might be hearing me say things that you're like, well, that's strange that you think that way or that you, that that came to you, you know, so slowly. Well, yeah, exactly. That's what's interesting about people and, and them being in their own lane and on their own walk is that there are things in life I got real quickly, really quickly. And then there are things that took longer. And what I realized just this past Friday as, as I was at this in, incredible new Bible study group that I go to. It's an all women's Bible study and it is incredible. And I am surrounded by incredibly deep, powerful, prophetic Christian women. And this is so what I've been praying for God to to surround me with. Um, God really showed me that, um, gosh, went out of my head. He showed me that, um, ah, ladies, don't you hate that? This is like the baby brain thing. Oh my goodness. What did God show me? Um, oh, give it to me, please. So I was was talking about, well, we're talking about identity and destiny and everything like that. That's the, we're reading a book about that. We're reading a book about identity and destiny. So, um, Um, I was talking to somebody and I was saying, you know, uh, it's just amazing how I can get certain things and there's other things I just didn't. Oh, that's what it was. The the enemy was after my destiny. And that's, that's what everybody, if you don't get anything out of this stinking podcast or this episode, I should say, get this, that from the second you're born, the enemy of your soul is who, like, let's just say it, it's Satan. (laughs) <laughs> Some of you might be like, okay, you know, if you're not, if you're not a person that knows the Lord yet, um, that's what we call him, Satan. I always think of like, um, what's his name? Dana Carvey from SNL. Satan. And it's like the church lady. Um, he is the hater of your soul. So, so Jesus is the lover of our soul. God, you know, um, Holy Spirit, they are three and one. So they are the lover of our soul. So, um, Satan hates you. (laughs) He just, he hates you. And why you see the crap in this world is because of the enemy, because he's the God of this world. Um, he has certain reign over this, over this world. And so if you don't believe me, go read your Bible, go study it. It's a very exciting, exciting read. Um, But he's after everybody's soul. He does not want you to know what God's plans are for your life. And God has an individual plan for everybody's life. Do you know that I have heard that all of my life? That God knows the plans for your life. And he, he will, he, he wants to, to, uh, you know, prosper you. And, you know, there's that Bible verse and you can see how good I am at memorization, but I know these things, right? But I just knew them knowledge-wise. Now I actually can feel it in my spirit, man. I can feel it. I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, I know that I know that that statement is true. That Satan hates me. He is after me to rob, kill. What is it? Rob, steal, and destroy. Rob, kill, wait. (laughs) Steal, rob, steal, 
Yeah, that, those are the same things. Kill, rob, and destroy our lives. And that's because he doesn't want us to know Jesus. He does not want us to know our destiny. He does not want us to walk out our destiny. He does not want us to know how powerful we are and actually what an upper hand we actually have because it says in the word of God that we crush, we can crush him like the, the like serpents and scorpions. And uh, I should get on my, um, my Bible app right now as I'm sitting here. Um, uh, let's see here. So I'll just wrap this up and, and just say that I am going to just be me. And God told me it was okay to be me. And that is so freeing. So freeing. It is so good. I don't have to be perfect. I had such a perfectionistic perfectionism, whatever you want to say, where if you listen to my first three episodes of my podcast, you will notice that they are, I'll just say, pretty darn polished for a person who's doing a podcast for the first time, doing all my editing on my own, all of it. That's because I hadn't quite stepped into freedom yet. And that's, that's just been the breakthroughs that have been happening along the way. God gave me the, the, the vision, the sort of epiphany. You're going to do a podcast. I want you to do a podcast in January of 2019. So we're almost coming up on a year. And I did not publish my first episode until July, mid-July. And that was because of fear. That was because of fear of failing, fear of being too boring, fear of, of, of being sounding like I thought I knew or sounding like I knew what I was talking about, but then, you know, afraid that people would come out of the woodwork and be like, she doesn't know what she's talking about. All of that crap is gone. And when it starts to come up and try to talk to me again about all that stuff that I, 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 I quote unquote don't know or couldn't do, I just go, you know what? Nope. I have something to say. Every one of us has something to say in some way, shape or matter. You know, God puts us strategically in the world and puts us in certain places in time and history for a reason. That is how intimate he knows us. And these are the things I've been finding out. I've been able to figure out how special I am to God when I really believed for the majority of my life that I was so invisible, incredibly invisible. That's what I felt like. But yet I had this feeling inside me that I was like, I have a destiny. I have things that, that I know I'm supposed to go after, but I can't seem to see the other side of it. I can't seem to connect the dots. I can't seem to, to get the understanding of, of, of who I am. What, honey? Ew, that's gross. What is on the bottom of your foot? Is that poo? Ew. And so you're walking around the house with poo? Ew. That's kind of gross. Uh, yeah, I'd love to. Let's go wash your foot. Um, so anyways, I'm doing this for, for God first. 
then I'm doing it for myself. Then I'm doing it for my children and my husband. I am doing it for you, listener of my podcast. I'm doing this for you. I am saying you might have these incredible insecurities inside of you. And you know you have this call on your life. And you're just like, I want to do this but I'm embarrassed. What if I fail at it? What if I sound dumb? What if it comes out dumb? What if I fail? I say, go for it. I just saw one of my sisters do something. I'm watching. Awesome, honey. I just watched one of my sisters. I'm not going to name the person, but I just watched her do something in the last year that took a lot of money to do, a lot of planning, a lot of of pouring herself into something, sacrificing certain situations for her own family so that she could walk something out. And then she just told me yesterday that she's shutting it all down. So in the world's eyes, they would say, oh, you failed. You tried something and you failed. In that moment, Ugh, I got to keep myself from crying. In that moment, I felt like God said to my heart, what if I did that just for you to see that it's okay to fail, that it's okay and you're still okay, that you're just walking out your journey and I'm here with you the whole time. I will not leave you nor forsake you. And for the first time in my life, I believe it wholeheartedly. That kind of news coming from my sister would have shattered me, shattered me for her because I, oh, that was the other thing. I always put myself in other people's shoes. I always go, oh, if that was me, I mean, and that was something I did from a young age. You know, if somebody was, you know, had cancer, I'd be like, oh, I wonder if I could get cancer, you know, just weird. So I'm just saying, Do your thing, walk it out, do it afraid, just battle, battle with that battlefield, but give it to God. And if you don't know God, private message me. I would love to talk to you about it. I'd love to do my part to try and walk you through and and lead you to a relationship with, with the Lord. Because the thing is, is he actually knows you deeply. He wants you to open your eyes and find him. It doesn't matter who you are. I don't care if you're in India. I don't care if you're in Dubai. I don't care if you're in Iraq listening to this and you claim to be a Muslim or you claim to be Jewish. You claim to be this. It doesn't matter. The God of the universe wants a relationship with you. He created you for himself. He created you to have relationship, to show you who you are through him. That is insanely amazing. And the world has has taken these things like religion and traditions and all this kind of stuff and just crap, right? And put a big smear over it, a big, mushy, blinding, smeary window, you know, like just, you can't see through it. You know, you can't see the truth because it's all smeared over with some kind of gunk, right? 
And that's what the world's done to it. It's a simple relationship with God. It's a simple relationship with the creator of the universe. So, and I even, being a Christian myself, I had to be able, I, I was even blinded to that very simple fact that it really is that simple. And yet we complicate it with religion. I don't want religion. I want relationship. So anyway, be blessed. And I hope you got something out of this episode today. This episode was to say, go for your dreams and, and start praying little by little and ask God, say, God, you know, I want a revelation. I don't know you very well, or I, or I've, I feel like I've been walking with you all my life, but for some reason I have all these fears and all these blocks that, that stop me and I don't know what to do. I need you to show me, show me yourself, show me what you want for my life. What's my plan, God? Because he created you. He knows you better than you know yourself and better than anyone you think knows you. I mean, he made you. He knows he knows every he knows the the number of every he knows the number of every hair on your head. I'm saying that right, but okay. So be blessed. God bless you. I love you. I don't even know you and I love you. Okay? I love you. And I really hope this helps you. Have an awesome day.